Welcome to the Black Girl Journey. Two black women on this journey called life. Discovering how to manage our finances, intimate relationships, work-life balance, growing our faith, a little pop culture, being black, and anything else black women may journey through. Journey with us every other Monday on Apple and Spotify. Are you curious to know what we use to record our podcasts? We use Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record your podcast, check your analytics, add music, and it'll stream to many different platforms. If you're looking to record your podcast, head over to Anchor. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back to another week. This episode was this close from not being recorded. Low key. It's been a busy, busy, busy weekend. Ooh, wee. Uh, what? Happy Memorial Day to you guys. Oh, yeah. Happy Memorial Day. Because this will come day. out tomorrow. Yes. Happy Memorial Day. Yes. So, you guys already know we're getting ready to dive on in with our welcomes and check ins. Yes. First off, uh, do you have any bets you want to shout out? Oh, my stepdad. <laughs> I was like, veterans. Uh, my stepdad, shout out to you. And Chantrell, my sister, shout out to you as well. All of my military friends and family, thank you guys for your service. Yeah, shout out to my stepdad, my older sister, and my older brother, and my grandpa. Thank y'all for serving. And shout out to all of our other family and friends who have served as well. See, But... All right, this week has been a busy week, but it was a good week. The first half of my week, we had like an event every day mm-hmm. this week, and it's just the fruits of our labor from working like all year. So we had like senior decision day, and a couple of your employees came, mm-hmm. and it's when um all of our Uplift schools come together, and all the seniors say they're going to school. 900 black and brown kids got accepted into college. Like, that is amazing. That's like, incredible. Some of them got accepted into like 26 colleges. I'm like, y'all are like, they doing was putting the in them applications, baby. Yeah, so shout out to the teachers as well and the administration who helped them and their parents. But shout out to us too. But literally, we had an event every day this week to celebrate something or someone that we put together. And then this weekend, um, we went to my cousin's wife's bridal shower which was so beautiful she was beautiful yes i'm so excited to be uniting our families like i couldn't have like he couldn't have picked a better girl yes it was a great time yeah Uh, oh my week it was a pretty but it wasn't done oh i was like my week my bad go ahead but then we (laughs) stayed the whole weekend in houston and we saw the little mermaid and I liked the movie. I thought it was pretty... I was surprised with Disney. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, and I think Hallie did a great job. And now we're back. I'm done now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. My week was pretty chill for the most part. Just getting caught up on some stuff for work. Just busy times. Going into our summer season. Um, we opened up a couple new shops at the hotel. For um, like our marketing department and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just been a really great week. Like you said, we went down to Houston. And we saw a couple of our friends. And Zedric. we also went and had a great time at your cousin's wife's bridal shower. <laughs> I, I 
like we should just say cousin because she's technically yeah. my cousin now. Yeah, your cousin's bridal shower. We did go see The Little Mermaid. Hallie did a great job. Movie was beautiful. I just am not the biggest fan of The Little Mermaid. She's not my favorite Disney princess, but Hallie did an amazing job. Yeah, I thought it was very well done. I didn't know how they were going to do this like under the sea vibe, but it was great transitions. I was I was just really surprised and happy. And it was so cool to see somebody who looks like us on the screen. So shout out to all the little black girls and boys who get to see that. Yes, I really do appreciate Disney for kind of transitioning into this new phase. Like, yes, we want our own Disney princesses, but you're giving opportunities for children who adore those movies already just to see it in a different light. So kudos to you, Disney. Yeah, it was so awesome. It was so awesome. But now we are going to transition into one thing God has done for us this week. And Jesse, what is that for you? Um, This week was a little bit of a struggle for me. I most definitely had to take some time out to just sit down and pray. I know we always talk about clarity, but this week God gave me a really great sense of peace when it came yeah. to some situations with my family. And it takes a, a toll on me, most definitely when my family's not right. But in the end, it all came together and it's just been a very great sense of peace this week. That's great. That's great. One thing God has done for me was um, he opened my eyes to obedience over sacrifice. Um, This whole week has been just like we've been saying super busy and honestly a little stressful. We've been driving everywhere. um, And like this week, my social social battery has to be on 10, had to be on 10 this week because we're meeting parents and all of our partners. But what I realized was that being obedient to God um, instead of and sacrificing the things that I wanted and I thought I needed has helped um, the outcome of things be so much greater. So choosing obedience um, has been the highlight of my week. And I'm just happy I have chosen obedience over my wants and needs. For sure. Yay. And now we're going to go into our next part. A recap? Oh no, no, no. testimonials, y'all. I'm a little, I'm a little winded. We, I've been driving all weekend. We've been going all weekend, but we got this because we want to do this for y'all, and I, we like doing this. But yeah, no testimonials this week. Again, if you guys um have anything you'd like to share about Jesus, just let us know. We would love to share with others because you never know how your story is going to impact someone else. Um, we did post Charmaine's. You can follow her at Sincerely Charmaine. Her testimony was so beautiful, so I hope you guys had a chance to look at it. Mm-hmm. But now, Jesse hit him with the recap. Yes, so you guys already know if you've been following along pretty well. Our first episode was Intro to Our Faith Walk with Jesus. And then um, our next episode was Following in Love with Jesus, How to Start Your Relationship with God. We touched on secular music, and last week we talked about sex before marriage, which was a great topic. Had a really great poll on Instagram, so we got a bunch of interesting feedback and decisions from you guys. Yeah, the poll was, um, do you believe in sex before marriage? And all more than half of you said, you do. And there's no judgment there. Um, I would definitely like to know why. So just DM us and we would love to like just get into that more. But yeah, the poll was hot and our our, our thoughts were very, very low. Yeah, it was most definitely 50-50. I think a lot of people put like it depends. 
No, no 50-50. No 50-50? The highest was... Was um, yes. Yes. And then we had two, it depends. And then the rest of the percentage was, um, yes, they would wait. Oh. I thought mm-hmm. I had seen it last time you showed me. It was like 50-50. No, no, no. No 50-50. It ended. <laughs> but, but that's okay. Like, I think a lot of people have their own thoughts about sex and how it affects the relationship. Yeah. No judgment at all. I just uh, was surprised to see. Um, But yeah, no judgment. And I understand that completely. But this week, we are answering all your favorite questions about being a Christian. Um, We're naming this, if you're a Christian, why does dot, dot, dot happen? Yeah. So we're going to answer some of the hot questions that Christians get most of the time. And hopefully this helps, you know encourage you to get closer to God if we can provide some answers. And just for clarity, everybody has different answers. Yes, and I I also think I pray that it gives you guys like a better insight of what Christianity could look like just from your like we're your friends. So like just looking into our lives and being like, "Okay, like I understand them a little bit better now. I understand what they believe from a Christianity standpoint and you know I might could look into this more so just be understanding yes but y'all know what time it is we're about to take a quick break and we'll be right back one of the actions we will always take is seeking the Lord and getting closer to him and at the end of each episode we provide you all with a bible verse hoping to encourage you That's why we are excited to collaborate with Seek Jesus. Seek Jesus is an apparel brand that seeks to spread the gospel of Christ throughout the world. And with every purchase, a portion of the sale is donated towards several different mission fields. If you want to purchase good quality Christian apparel, head over to Seek Jesus and use the code TheBlackGirlJourney at checkout. I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me will find me. Proverbs 8 and 17. Seek Jesus! Thanks for taking a break with us, y'all. And just so you know, Seek Jesus' site is having 70% off all of its clothing and accessories during Memorial Day. So that's a really good deal. On top of our discount, it's basically free. Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) You better get on top of it. But okay, y'all, thanks for taking a break with us. Um, We're going to go straight into the questions that some people may ask Christians every day. And the first question is, how do you know God slash Jesus is real? And I had to sit for this for a long time. So I was like, how would I explain this? But truly, for myself, I know God is real through experiences I've had. Um, me being in a bad place and God bringing me out of them through prayer, through community. Um, that's really all I've got, though. I feel like when I've talked to people people usually say like they met God in their hardest times. Mm-hmm. What about you? I would say the same. I think for me, my, I guess you can call it an origin story. I was born prematurely and I had an asthma attack when I was born and I almost died. Yeah. So from there, I know that God saved my life. Like the devil's trying to take me out from birth, child. <laughs> And so just knowing that the prayers of the people around me and the things that I've seen through my life and my personal journey, there's no other explanation other than God. 
Yeah. I always tell people when they ask me this question, um, or who are interested in God or Jesus, I'm always like, well, what do you have to lose? So let's say it's our time to go. We die and you chose to believe in God and now you got a ticket into heaven. And let's say you didn't. No, you got to, <laughs> just kidding. But you know, there's there's different outcomes to this. But let's say, okay, if he's not real, what did you lose? Nothing. Nothing at all. Honestly, I agree. Like, I think for most people, they have to understand that it's less about what you gain here and more about that internal peace knowing that there's somebody always watching you with the most purest intentions of heart and only wanting what's best for you and I think a lot of people don't know how to handle that yeah I think the the awesome thing about God is like he doesn't force you to believe in him he doesn't force this relationship Mm -hmm. and no relationship should be forced so if someone loves you that much to allow you to come to them, then I think that's a huge reason why you should just try to get to know somebody else. Mm-hmm. But that's a hard, I feel like that's a top tier hard question. Like, why do you believe in God? How do you know he's real? But I truly think someone who wants to know if God is real has to go try to make relationship with God. As in, if anybody, like, how do you know X, Y, Z is real? You look them up, you, like, Google Mm -hmm. them, you go on their Instagram. And God doesn't have one of those, but he does have a Bible, he does have a church, and he does have places where you could just sit with him and talk and wait for him to respond. Yes, and a lot of the um, events in the Bible have been backed by historians. So, like, there's historical proof of a lot of the events that have happened in the Bible. Yeah, something our friend said this weekend that has kind of stuck with me. Um, all religions mainly believe in God. Do we all believe in Jesus is the question. And Christians do, mm-hmm. but some don't. But I feel like if you go to someone who's Muslim, someone who's Jewish, like you can ask them the same question and they will probably give you the same answer through relationship. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So our next question is, did you have to change your lifestyle before starting your journey with Christ? No. I would say Jesus came to me as I was. And as I've grown into my Christianity and my faith walk, those just a lot of things that I just don't do anymore because they don't appeal to me. Like my spirit is not the same. But I didn't have to change a lot in the beginning but now I am changing my ways because I know there's a better way for me to live. I'm going to say, hell no. Nah. <laughs> changed my life. It's so true, though. Literally, they say, come as you are. And I know uh, sometimes for other people that seems hypocritical of Christians because they've been around Christians who aren't accepting. But truly, like, God says, come as you are. Like, no matter how you are. So, no, I did not have to change my life. Um, but like Jesse said, like... As I've grown in my faith, I definitely have changed because I just don't want to live the way I was living. And that's due to Christ. Like, there's so much better mm-hmm. out there because I've been walking with Christ. And there's some things I've had to let go of. And I've known some people, I don't want to say they're the worst of the worst, but they done been through some stuff, child. <laughs> and they're, they started to get to know God and completely did a 360. But that was on them. 
Yeah, like, but going back to what you said in our first point, it's a choice. Like, you have to choose to make those decisions to be better for God. Like, any relationship, you want to be better for that person. Yeah, I agree. And so, like, doing better for them makes you want to do better for yourself. So it changes you in the best way possible. Listen, I know some strippers and dealers and all that who believe in God and who go to church. Like, you do not have to be... Change your life to get to... I don't think he would even want that. It kind of comes off fake. He just wants you to be genuine. And that's why the Bible says come as you are. Because when you're coming as your most genuine self, there's nothing that you can do to hide that. And God knows when you're faking and you're being phony because it just doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. And you know. And God knows. So it's easier to just come as you are and as you grow, just like any other relationship, any other journey in life, as you grow, the things that you've done as a child or as someone else, they fade away. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like no one's perfect. Like when you decide to walk with Christ, you're still going to commit sins. Oh, yes. Every day. We. I don't think I'm going to I'd die without cursing. committing a sin. I'd be cursing. Okay. I'd be cr- and the sin is a sin. Okay, and no sin is greater than the next. Like, we are... Uh, the walk with Christ is not easy. I don't think God meant it to be, and he never said it was going to be, but it'll be worth it in the end. But to completely answer the question, no, you don't have to change your life. You don't have to change your life, but once you know better through God, you need to start doing better. Yeah, once you know better, you do better. And I think once you develop something good with someone, mm-hmm. you, like, don't want to ruin it. Like, it's just, like, really precious. Like, I feel, I be feeling bad when I do Chad, I be feeling like I just shot my mama. <laughs> I be like, oh my god, why would I do that? I be like, sorry, Lord. Like, I be like, my bad. It is, I, I'm trying. Uh, okay, I am trying so hard right I noticed now. I did that a lot this weekend. Houston just brings a different side out of me it's just it's 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 complicated it most definitely is it's a good complicated relationship like you are trying your best not to go back to how you were or engage in certain things that you were doing because you know this person is like loving you and caring for you god it only wants the best for you and you've seen the best and you're knowing and you're believing for the best but it's hard sometimes to just be like "Eh." but you 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 got it yeah, I think, like we said, stated earlier, like, I think you go into relationships getting to know someone. I don't think anyone should go into a relationship trying to change themselves for that person. Because mm-hmm. it never works out, and then you're so miserable. Yeah. Like, and I, I think God wants you to, I know he wants you to be happy. Mm-hmm. He also wants you to do right, but just like a parent, like, you have your ups and downs. The next question, though is can someone believe in God and not go to church? And the answer to that is yes. Um, But I will say in the Bible, Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives just as the church, um, just as Christ also loved the church. And God has mentioned numerous times in the Bible that um, the church is his bride. So what I have to say about that is like the answer to your question is no, but something about going to church, I think, helps amp the relationship between you and God. Yeah, this most definitely was a struggle question for me because there was a point in time where I just did not want to go to church just because of 
people at the church and they didn't reflect the love that God has for the church. Yeah. And so I say you can, but you need to get to a point where you are searching for a better point, a better community. Like yeah. community is very important in Christ. Like it's always important to have people around you who believe the same things, who can help you get through those trials, who can hold you accountable pretty much. And when it comes to church, it is important because like you said, the church is God's Christ's bride. And we want to honor that relationship and grow through it. Yeah, I think this is like a very hard question because like you said, like that what you're going into is like church hurt. Mm -hmm. But I think when you go to church, just like when you go to school, you learn new practices. Like at church, we learn new ways to pray. We learn new ways to give. We learn new ways to do relationships with God in between all of them. Literally just like school, you learn in math and stuff like that. And you wouldn't know most of those things if you didn't go to school. Like, yes, you could look it up on YouTube. Yes, there's resources to help you out there, just like you could watch church on YouTube. But it's never the same when you're practicing the act in person. Yes, and when you have someone else with you. Yeah. Like, you need you need, yes, you need buddies. <laughs> you need community. It makes the journey, I wouldn't say easier, but it makes you feel like you have someone walking the same walk with you like god has blessed you with your buddy in christ and that's the person you can call up when it's one of those days where you're just like i'm on the edge listen i need someone to hold me accountable (laughs) i am on the edge baby hold me together because i've been praying and i've been fasting and i've been asking god but i just need that extra oomph of encouragement because god could use your buddy to you know prophesy into your life and give you that extra nudge that you need to keep on going yeah i love going to church because i love one worship and i love hearing the word but like my top tier favorite reason of going to church is just because of the community i've made and like i have a mad bunch of group meets full of the people who go to church but like we could just ask each other questions that you probably wouldn't ask the everyday Christian, but someone's there to help me walk through it and answer it in the appropriate way. And like I said, people to hold me accountable because sometimes I'll be like, I'm about to just... I'll be flying off the wall. she be like, okay. just bell. I'll be like, my <laughs> bad, bro. Like, just, I'm, like, just don't do it. I'll be ready. It. But again, <laughs> I, I do understand. Like coming from a person who has experienced church hurt adjacent from like my parents and seeing how the church, growing up in the Bible Belt of the South, seeing how the church treated people and mm-hmm. the favoritism within some of these churches down here. Like, I understand that church hurt and wanting to walk away from church and just figuring out your relationship with God on your own. I also think finding a church is mm-hmm. really hard. It is very difficult. Yeah, it is. It's really hard. Um because you have your old school churches, you have your modern churches, you got your real modern churches, and you have to have discernment on who is giving the word properly. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to make sure that it's a community that um, understands you. Like, there's so much to this. Um, so it's not an easy, easy move to make when you're believing in God, but you're also wanting to go to church, but you don't trust the church. Um it, it's it's difficult. Yeah. But it is, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. It's very hard just thinking about it. Like, because you also have to be aware, like, regardless of if this church fits for you, when the spirit moves, it'll hit you. 
Yeah. So even if that church is not for you, you can get confused because the spirit is still moving. And, you know, in worship, you can just be worshiping God so much. And in that moment, that's between you and God that you might miss out on that little flag that God's like, okay, like, yes, we're worshiping, but be aware of what's going on over here. Yeah. And you can think like, oh, this pastor is preaching to me. This word is hitting me. The worship is great. But, you know, it's still not right. Yeah, I loved um, in Charmaine's testimony how she was saying, like, she loved, like, her family's church, but it wasn't for her. Mm -hmm. So she decided to make the move and go to a new church, but she never lost that connection with God. Um, So I think the first step is just, like, trying it out. No harm, no foul. If it didn't work out, you try a different church, you know. Baby, there's so many churches. There's about seven different churches around the corner. We in Texas. There's a church on every corner. There's a church on in every Chinese corner. Chinese and it's in Spanish. You find your church home. You most definitely can find your church home. And even then, like, I would say, especially because, like, we've had this pandemic, a lot of people have had the opportunity to have virtual churches. Mm-hmm. still try to find a church home within your community like where you can physically go yeah and besides like having people you can just call on um i think church also allows you to have people who will do for you like there has been so many um hard times where in my old church too where we have lost kids to like suicide and like i just remember like everybody from my church rushing to that family's house like it was the middle of the night and everyone went to their house or like at the church I'm at now like and this is another thing that I feel like people don't go to church for but like they used all the offering to like buy this woman a car which is like essentially what I want my offering to go to to like help our community in the church um so all that to say like there are other reasons why I think you should be going to church and the main reason is to like give praise and thanks to God but also like You need someone to be there for you. Yes, that is very true. And then our next question is, how do you deal with objections and questions that your friends might pose when it comes to Christianity? You ain't got to sit there with your arms (laughs) folded like that. (laughs) I'm ready for this one. Um, I think (laughs) most definitely always stand firm in what you believe and try to figure out where they're like, questions are truly coming from like getting to the root of a lot of things a lot of it comes from a mis like misinterpreted perception of christianity so never condemning them and like making them feel like you're attacking them but under like be understanding but stand firm in your beliefs yeah i agree i've always been a church kid and i feel like i've always had at least one friend ask me like why do you believe in god like he's not real or like all this, all this stuff. Um, and my thing is to kill them with kindness in like the nicest way possible. Being patient and kind, like Jesse said, to understand where it's coming from. Um, and even to this day, like <laughs> I'm, a, I would call him out because he know he is, but like I won't say your name. But like this weekend, like her friend was like, I would rather y'all not be Christian. Like you could be anything but Christian. And I don't know where that comes from. But honestly, I feel like friends like that, I'm in their life for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing with my friend Crazy Crazy Caitlin. Like, she just doesn't believe God likes her. But she knows I believe in God and we're very understanding of my relationship with him. So I'm in her life for some reason or purpose. 
So my thing is to just show them God's love. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think because of the world that we live in, like social media and all these things, like you get a very bad perception of what who and what God really is. Because like any religion, Christianity has been morphed and can be morphed to do the will of whoever has it. And it's just it's not just Christianity, it's all religions. Like there's bad people everywhere in the world and they could use that and morph that religion into something horribly ugly. Yeah, and I think Christianity has had like a bad rap at times throughout the years. But just like anything, like you... Anything you want to try, you learn first through people. Like, you want to learn how to ride a bike, it's probably because you saw someone riding a bike. You want to get to know, like, someone's culture, it's probably because you ate the food or you wanted to, like, you saw it was interesting. Well, that's the same thing for us. Like, I feel like when you approach a Christian, instead of, um, it go both ways. Like, you should probably ask, like, some kind question versus, like, don't, don't, don't come up over here and try to attack me because God is working on me and I will say something that's not of God. Yeah, I think that's always the hardest part for me when people judge me off bat and just think like I am like some Bible thumping I hater. Think, I think a lot of people get the perception that Christians are very like, lack of a better word, proved like we're standoffish, we're mean, like we're judgy. And honestly, I've met the most unjudgmental christians in these last few years of my life and then knowing growing up in in the church like yes there are some very holier than thou people but god worked on them and god had to humble them to make them see like hey you better get right because you're stepping wrong yeah and like i'm really working on like um people being like christians hate everyone so i don't like them but like you're people who always say like Christians are supposed to be so loving and blah blah blah, but like you're not returning the love either. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really trying to work on that. But all in all, my ways to show people God's love through my actions. So if my friends are objecting it or even family members, I just say that's okay. Like you don't have to. Like I- <laughs> honestly, I think the best representation that we have with a friend that does not have the same beliefs as us but is very respectful and kind is abigail and levi indeed i think they both are very wonderful it's a great example of how to coexist with someone who does not believe the same beliefs that you do but there's no tension there's no disrespect we respect each other and what each of us believes in yeah i would say they're good examples and i would say for me my friend crazy caitlin Mm -hmm. just because like i'll be like i'm going to church she's like okay like let me like let you go so you get ready and do your stuff like even though her walk with god isn't great um she's very respectful that i still want to like be on this journey and she's never like rude to me about it yes and like we said before like the biggest thing about christianity is that it doesn't look the same for everyone Mm -mm. so when you find someone who I wouldn't say resembles you, but reminds you of yourself. And they tell you their story. And you look at them and you be like, even them, God? And God will say back, yes, even them. Because I love them enough to take them. Yeah, we ain't no better than the next. Chad. <laughs> yeah, not me. And as a Christian, like, I just want to reiterate, like, especially you and I, I think, like, I've learned that my job is to just love everyone through whatever they're going through. Because mm-hmm. I've known some atheists, too. 
I have not. I think in my this stage that I'm in my life, I've been introduced to more people who don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. Previously, I wasn't really around a lot of people who didn't believe in God or who questioned their faith in yeah. such a strong way. It was kind of just like, you know, we all we all went to church together. We all loved the Lord. <laughs> we was all in the back playing tambourines in children's church. <laughs> Not the head shake with the tambourine. <laughs> like, it was very cohesive. Yeah. And so as I've grown and, like, been able to branch out on my own and study on my own, I'm seeing and meeting more people. And I'm coming across more people in that way. Yeah, agreed. I think I to answer the question... I love people um, like God would love them. But if I, I would be lying to y'all if I said I'm not working on it in the back of my mind. Because I've definitely, like, people have been like, oh, you guys are drinking, but y'all call yourself Christian. I'm like, but you are being hypocritical to me. So what does that say about you? Don't judge me. Judge your mammy. <laughs> judge your mama. Judge your mammy. And leave me alone. I'm working on it. In the back of my head. I'm not even going to hold you. I'll be like, what does that say about you, though? Because I'm not saying I'm holy. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to be holy. The attempt is there. <laughs> right. But, I will fail. <laughs> but what does that mean if you are calling me out? That's what I'm saying. Like, everyone has a lot of judgment towards Christians. But you don't take the time to get to know me. Get to know my story. Like, yes, God is working on me. God used... The prostitute, the alcoholic, the tax collector, mm-hmm. someone with greed. God has used so many different people throughout this journey we call life that you can't sit here and tell me that I have to be Miss Sally, <laughs> Sally Mae perfect over here with the pink right. curls, my dress down to my ankles, when he used all, all types of people. Yes, agreed. And like the Abigail and Levi example too. Like I've known Muslims as well. I've had Muslim friends. And I feel like we can better coexist. Like, my Jewish friends and my Muslim friends, we can better coexist than my friends who who don't believe in anything. Yeah. It's so crazy to me. Like, <laughs> And I don't know if that's because we all um, are in a practice of something, but my friends who are not practicing religion, mm-hmm. I think that's... My friends and family, that's the ones I, like, be like, what? I didn't even do that. Did I even say that? You up here criticizing me. You up here coming for me. You better go somewhere. Because, look, I'm like Peter. I'll cut your ear off. Oh. Jesus will heal it. Jesus will heal it. It'll come back. Jesus will heal it. I don't know what character I'd be, but after she cut your ear off, I'd politely probably pick it up. (laughs) I'd be like, here's your ear back. But we're so sorry. We're so sorry. No, don't come for me like that. God is working on me. Oh my goodness. And our last question that I think is a really big question um, is why is there evil in the world if there is a God? (laughs) That one is difficult for me to explain sometimes because in life there's always good and bad. And when God created the world, he knew there was light and dark. Mm -hmm. And so... I think for most people, like, to understand experience, unfortunately, we as a humans, we are hard-headed. We yeah. can't get the things when, they're, like, we don't understand how good things are until we see how bad things are. Yeah, I agree with Jezebel. Like, God would knew there was going to be a dark and a light. Um, but I also feel like, and this is what I'm working on with God, like, I'm trying to understand, 
But God, I think, loves us so much. Well, I know he loves us so much that he lets us choose to do what we want to do, one. Mm -hmm. But two, I also, as I'm reading my Bible, I feel like God was in shock sometimes. Like when when Adam and Eve um ate the apple and he told them not to, like people can also say like, well, God knew they was gonna eat the apple, but I also have a small feeling that God had so much faith in them mm-hmm. to listen that He really thought that okay, they're going to abide by me. They've seen all the great things I've done and they ate it, and He was in shock, but He already knew like who tempted you. And then same thing with Noah and the ark. Like, people was acting so wild. God told Noah, get these animals on this ark and your family. I'm about to start over and wash the world away. And then again with the Tower of Babel, like, he did it. I think God was in shock when he saw that people were trying to make this tower to heaven. Mm -hmm. That he was like, what are y'all doing? And then separated everybody by making different languages. So I also feel like God is in shock by some of the things that we also do. But when he made us, he made us to be able to do what we wanted because that's what love is. It's not a controlling love. Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree with that. I also believe that like people just like there's just things that we have to learn the hard way. Unfortunately, it's like a parent's love. Mm-hmm. Like God is our father. And so your parents can raise you up to do all the right things. But you can still mess up. And your mama be like, I know I didn't raise you to do that. Yeah. It's like, it's like you have to understand that. That's a good example. God can give you all the tools to do the right thing and act the right way and do all this. But because, again, he loves us so much, he gives us the choice. And so when you choose to do bad, there are consequences to all actions. And I also think, like, it goes back into what I said last week, what Miss Auntie Tab said. Mm-hmm. Like, we're here on assignment. And, like, not to say that your assignment is to do bad things. I don't think God ever intended that. But I also do believe that um, bad things may look different to other people. Like, mm-hmm. why did my little sister die so early? She was here on an assignment. And maybe her leaving this earth earlier um, helped someone else or your family realize uh, a bigger picture you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying but to someone that could be like evil like god took my sister so early yeah really she was here for an assignment Mm -hmm. i agree and then like you're saying with the assignments like with parents they teach you these lessons teach you these assignments but you can always be corrupted by the devil Uh you could be corrupted by your friends too but we ain't gonna go there okay Um, so like people can knock you off your point and when you get off that point, you have to figure out how to get back. And that's when some really bad things can happen for people in their lives. Like, they can get an all-time low, you know, lose everything. But when you get back on that point, like, you have your parent there. You have God there who's going to help you journey back and show you the way back to your purpose and back to your point. This question is so hard because I also feel like people can be like, well, why does God tempt me or test me? Because sometimes you have to be strong enough to say no. 
Yeah, just like we were talking about earlier, you do all that practicing in school, then you have to take that final exam. And you got to show God (laughs) what you know. Okay? And if you fail the exam, he's not going to love you any less, but he also then, that lets God know, okay, well, we need to start it over again. Yeah, like we obviously didn't learn the lesson. We got to dive back into that assignment. The class, everyone in the class, no one got above a 69. Okay, the teacher said we're running back over that course. That dang lesson. Yeah, so it's just like, you have to, like, God is all-knowing, and he knows what you're going to do. But, like we said, like, he loves you enough to give you that option to make better choices. Yes. Like, if he didn't love us enough to just make better cho- tell us, to give us the chance to make better choices, we would all be living a perfect life. And that's not what he wants. Like, he wants to give us that choice. He's not controlling. He's not. Not at all. And I think that's another perception that people get a lot about Christianity. Like, it's so controlling. Like, you can't do these things. No. It's a choice. You choose. You sacrifice. It's sacrificial love. Baby, they use that word institution like it's nobody's business. Institutionalized. (laughs) Institution, you just said it. It's walking robots. I'd be like, leave me, baby. It's not, though, because everybody is different. If we were walking robots, we would all have the same story, all have the same life, all have the same uh, knowing and knowledge and figuring out. Like, it's different. Romans five twelve says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, the death through sin, and thus death spread to all men, because all sinned. So it took one man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I be and you know, I've been blaming Eve sometimes, but it'd be me too. <laughs> Every time Aunt Flo, you started this. Every time Aunt Flo come visit me every month, I'd be like, Eve, I want to touch I you. See Wait you. till I see you in heaven. <laughs> but just, I can only imagine the, like, grief that she, she felt. Feels, yeah. Like, I, and, like, I went through a journey. Like, I was reading the book by Sarah Jake Roberts. And she talks about Eve and how she ministers to Eve's and, you know, you feel that grief because you made that one big mistake. But God is able to redeem you from that mistake. Right. That has affected many generations. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a lesson out of this. Like, if your period don't come... You're pregnant. You ain't blaming Eve at this point. You're pregnant. <laughs> you ain't blaming Eve. So it's kind of like, shout out to Eve. Because without her sin, I don't think we would know if blessings are coming, you know, through birth. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and some women are praying for their period because that means that they're um ovulating and their their body's working how it's supposed to work to like reproduce children and so her her badness is someone else's blessed yeah her lesson is someone else's blessing very much so very much so that's all the questions that we have yeah i think again like come into this with open hearts and open minds and just know that this is a choice yeah like you have to choose every day like you choose to go to work you choose to eat mcdonald's you choose (laughs) to do all these different things god is giving you the choice to have a relationship with him yeah and it's an option that you have you don't have to take it exactly but what are you losing by not trying to understand from a very non-biased perspective. Yeah. I just want to say, like, we're here to answer anyone's questions. 
And I'm also here to learn as well. I'm here to like hear your perspective on why it's been hard for you. Or if you don't believe in God, I'd also like to hear that too. Um, this is like an open-ended, you know, series. Um, and I think that just helps us a lot too. I feel like I've grown so much in my faith because of what others have told me and their stories they have told me. Whether it's been that they believe in God or they don't. It's just touched me in a way that has built me up to be closer to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope it's doing my story and Alicia's story is doing the same for y'all as well. Yes, I think, again, like, we were never meant to journey this earth alone. And so knowing that you have people who are just so willing to love on you and have someone who just wants to understand you more, God just, he just wants to understand you, baby. I'm about to get emotional. Let me stop, because I'm about to start crying. I'm just about to start crying. Why? Because it's just like, for me that's who god is like he loves me enough to want to understand alicia to Mm -hmm. help alicia be her best self i'm speaking in the third person i'm so sorry but that is just so beautiful to me that type of love that type of guidance dude it shocks me every time where like they say like god knows the hairs on your head the number of hairs on your head i'm like yeah you like me that much okay (laughs) he knows he knew you before you were in your mother's womb yeah like you you really love me lord i just want to like before we like get into like our ending stuff like for those who don't know god or are working on the relationship with god i just like encourage you this week to like maybe just go and like a quiet place a safe place where you're unbothered and just like talk to god even if you think he's like not listening and you're just talking to yourself i just encourage you to talk to god and see what happens yes i agree and even if you feel as if no like this is silly this is stupid keep going i'm just like what do you gotta lose just keep going Because even then, like, sometimes you just want to talk to somebody that ain't going to say nothing back sometimes. Okay. You just want somebody to listen. And God, he won't say nothing back if you ask him not to. If you ask him not to, he'd be like, just be like, Lord, I just need a second event. And he will be that listening ear and you will feel the most comforting peace you've ever felt in your life. I was just about to say, but you will feel his spirit. He Mm -hmm. may not say anything if you ask him not to, but you'll feel that he's there. Okay. Peace and blessings to y'all this week. But we're going to take another quick break and we'll be back. Have you ever wanted to take a moment away from the noise in your life but feel like you haven't had the time? Or do you get anxious while you're at work or school? Well, we have the perfect drink for you. Moment. Moment is a meditation drink with no artificial flavors, caffeine, added sugars, or junk. You can find clarity with L-theanine and reset with ashwagandha. These natural adaptogens increase alpha brain waves just like meditation. Moment comes in many flavors like blueberry ginger and cherry hibiscus. You can also purchase it in steel or sparkling. If you want to give yourself a break, try Moment and enter the code THEBLACKGIRLJOURNEY in all caps at checkout for a discount. Take a moment. It's summertime. Did you buy your Moment yet? Now look, we live in Texas. (laughs) It's hot outside. As hell. (laughs) It's 
hot outside, baby. So y'all need to get y'all a little cool drink to put in the little cooler. And you're going to have a nice little moment. It's going to keep you nice and refreshed. Right, but it's also going to help you. Okay, got a little vitamins in it at all. Okay, keep you hydrated because it's the heat is coming. The heat is coming. It was so hot. (laughs) Yeah, it was burning up in Houston. Oh, gee, don't forget to check the link in our bio. And we are on the week that lands into Creator Shout Out. Creator Mm. Shout Out. And this week, our creator show, our creator shout out goes to Doctor Ellis Madrid. Yay, Ellis! Yay! He's a great chiropractor. I really feel like I'm pronouncing his name wrong. I think it's Elias. I know. He's our friend's brother, and so we don't want to mispronounce it. But he is Doctor Madrid. He is Doctor Madrid. Okay, because he got he got that white coat. Don't okay, play with him. No play. First of all, he's an awesome person, an awesome brother. Um, We've hung out with him before. Um, But Miss Dr. Ellis is a chiropractor. (laughs) Y'all know I love a good chiropractor. I didn't need my back cracked. Okay. He realized the facts. My hips are uneven, so I have to go see a chiropractor. (laughs) Okay. And aside from that, he's a man of God. He loves running, and he's a yogi. Okay. That's just like some great things, but... This man cracks me. He's our first doctor. He's our first healthcare physician. Oh, self-care. Yeah, okay. He's the best care. <laughs> Shout out to him. And I think he's just amazing. A black man as a doctor. Um, that's just a wonderful example to young black um, children. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. Get your back cracked. You can follow him at Dr. Madrid CHR on Instagram. He also has a page just for his chiropractic, which is at madrid.chiropractic. If you need help spelling that, I will definitely put that on It's going to be in the Instagram on Tuesday. <laughs> but if you would like um, services from Dr. Madrid, you can um, email him. And that'll also be on our Instagram as well. But yeah, shout, shout out to him because okay. that is amazing. It really is. Just to under like understanding, going back to what you said earlier in the episode, like... 900 kids got accepted into college. Yes. And you see what a trickle-down effect it can be. Like, he at one point in time was a part of another subsection of kids who got into college who pers- yeah. who continued to persevere and follow their dreams. Like, I don't want to get political right now, but there are some places where they are trying to take us out as black and brown people, trying yeah. to prevent us from growing and being at our best potential. So seeing someone like Ellis and Dr. Madrid do his thing, knowing everything that he has had to persevere through, it's a blessing. Yeah, you don't see too many black doctors. And if you do, they're in like a collective area. They're not scattered. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel happy. Like, I'm thankful that like we really, really know him. Like, yes. <laughs> my family. Um, but for others, that may not be so... I'm thankful that we get to shout him out and hopefully like other people can use him for his services mm-hmm. and shout out to him. Cause like you said, like, yes, there were 900 black and brown students who graduated from high school who don't even know they could probably do stuff like that. Yeah. And like, don't, a lot of people were like, it's 2023. What you mean? They don't know. People still do not know their full potential. If you don't see what you can be in your community, You'll yes. never know. Yeah, for sure. I I think he's what well besides Jazz, who is my nurse, 
Um, he's my only doctor friend. The only doctor I consider a friend, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only doctor I would consider a friend, yeah. But I know, I know another black doctor. Yeah. But again, it's out of all the people we know, I only know two. Yeah. Well, shout out to Doctor Madrid again. His um, information will be on our Instagram on Tuesday, so I look forward to shouting him out. And y'all go follow. Make sure you get your back. Correct. Okay, get your hips aligned if you're like me. Okay, your neck too, baby. <laughs> Be going so left. It do. Just get go get a um what is it? A checkup. Go get a full body scan. Full exam and he'll help you out. Because chiropractors do more than just aligning your spine and things of that nature. They also help you strengthen your muscles along your spine and your shoulder, your neck and area as well too. So Yeah, and I like his page because like he gives you exercises at home that you can do mm-hmm. um that will help your back and your spine. Like you don't always have to go into the chiropractor office to like get your back realigned. Like you could do some simple stuff at home that'll just enhance your better posture. Okay. And they also like my chiropractor that I go to, he helps me do stretches that help like my hip alignment, my joints, like Anything that I'm having problems with, he'd be like, oh, I got you. Like, here's a stretch. I think black people really need to take advantage of this Because black Cause people have bad knees. And we just, like, have this, like, conspiracy about going to the doctor. But we're about to give y'all a black one, so y'all better go. Y'all better use these black doctors. All right. But hit them with the ratings and reviews. There are none. <laughs> <laughs> there are no ratings and reviews Ugh. this week. But that's okay, y'all. Like, I know you all are taking it in. I know from hearing other people and meeting new people that we are effective and it is helping. Yeah, it's super nice. And I honestly think um, you, you guys are in transition too because like we've going on weekly. Like now y'all have to keep up with the weekly. <laughs> yes, very much so. It's a, it's a lot just like it is for us. It's a lot for you guys. And so I'm very blessed to have this community that we have. Me too. And I pray that we continue to grow. Yes, and before you give them the Bible verse, we did say we were going to do this, so let's do it. If you have the at names, if not, it's okay. It'll be on our Instagram later sometime. We went to Houston, and oh, we yeah. went to... Uh, Let me get it out my purse. Okay. We went to Post Houston, and we've never been there before, but like, if you're from Dallas, it's like a legacy hall, but bigger, and then on one side, there's food, and the other side, it's like of a flea market and where people come and set up their stands and show people their candles, their food, their spices, everything. And we met two wonderful ladies. Um, There's one card. Who did some awesome stuff and gave us a free sample I'm of a lip scrub. Try that lip scrub. That was the young this- lady with the lip scrub. Okay. I feel like I'm going to mispronounce this. Canary Med Spa? Yeah, Canary Med Spa. Okay, and she has some bomb scrubs. They're smelling good. Her face was beat to the gloss, Beats. baby. Her okay. Giving. Beats. And she had um one scrub that was particularly good for eczema mm-hmm. as well. So I think you guys should shout her out. You can follow her um on Instagram at Canary uh, Med Spa or at www.canarymedspa.com. She's on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, honey. Yes. And then we also had, y'all know we some candle junkies. I smelled a good candle and I was like, where's it at? So we also had the pleasure of meeting the young lady of the Wick House Co. Um, it is a soy wax candle brand. 
And every time that you burn the candle, it has a secret message in it. So once you get to the bottom of it, there's a cute little message in the candle. Yeah, I thought that was so cute. Yes. So you guys can also follow her on Instagram at wick underscore H-A-U-S co. Do you remember the popcorn lady? Nah, but that popcorn, that popcorn lady was fine. <laughs> we literally have to get the bag. I think, oh, oh man, I think I threw it away. Oh, We're going to okay. find it. She made a Houston blend popcorn. That popcorn. Whoa. <laughs> but if you guys have a chance to go to Post Houston, like these vendors are there and you guys can um, have a chance to engage with them, buy some of their products. Like, honestly, this, I'm going to have to go back and get one of them candles. She had like a peach candle. Yeah. And it smelled so good. And all these people, were, all the women we were talking about are three black women, but all the people in the flea market were black and brown. Okay. I said, look at y'all. Yes. Out here selling, making, creating. Mm-hmm. So you guys take your <clears throat> moment, go to Houston, go to Post, check them out, Houston. support them, okay? Yeah, but I'll repost them on our Instagram stories as well. Mm-hmm. Just to remind y'all, these are the people we were talking about in the episode. Yes. But alrighty, you guys, you know how we end our episodes with a Bible verse. I know Revelations is always a scary book for people, but we are coming from the book of Revelations, um, chapter 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and he will, and I will sit with him and he will sit with me. Mm-hmm. So again, all God asks is if you open the door. If you hear his voice, open it. Make sure it's God first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's the Lord. I was just I was... to say that because some people be knocking on the door that ain't God. I'd be like, Lord, is that you? No, that ain't you, Lord. <laughs> Ask them to serve me. <laughs> but you'll know. You'll know when it's God because God will call you by your name. Yeah, it ain't going to be scary neither. It ain't going <laughs> to feel fear if God's knocking. Hold on. Before we leave, have y'all seen that new trailer of the Haunted Mansion? Mansion? That thing is scary. Bruh. Bruh. Every time. This this is another reason you can tell or if it's God or not. If you have thoughts that are not of good things or not of Christ, it's not God, y'all. It's not God. Run. (laughs) (laughs) Take off. Yeah, but that Haunted Haunted Mansion. Is that on Disney? Disney been going off. Okay. The new Haunted Mansion on Disney? Let me know if y'all gonna go see that. But, oh, yes. Make sure you guys go support Hallie and go see The Little Mermaid. Yeah, that was so good. And support all of our black and brown creators. Support black business. Period. Sorry. This is, I'm not gonna say it. Okay. <laughs> no, after we said that, I don't know that why that song came into my head. What song? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you have to say it now. What's the we, town town? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't stand that song. It was just rhyming with what we were saying. I, I can't like, stand mm. that song. This song is so goofy. Ooh, we love y'all. Uh, but have a good week, y'all. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial stay Day. safe. Oh please, <laughs> please stay safe. Especially if you're Texas. <laughs> Bye, y'all. That's all for now. <laughs>